Beyond this and into infinity is man's last frontier. Over two billion light years of solar system, reaching from the great clouds of Magellan to the galaxies of Andromeda and Triangulum. Through the eons of time, man has searched the heavens, peering incessantly into the vast millions of miles of universe, questioning every star, every planet. Can life exist? Like time itself, man's search for the answer never stops. He moves closer and closer to his final destiny. Exploration of the heavens. And so his probes have taken him deep into space. Past the planets of Mars and Jupiter. Saturn and countless others. Relentlessly he will seek new worlds to land on. And always he will wonder if the next will be like did you tell me Hey, what's up, guys? Dummy Room, Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 197. I am Nate. Hopefully everybody is most excellent since the last episode. Super excited for this one. Been a long time coming. Been forever coming. This episode's guest, all the way from beautiful Italy. It's Mattia from Proton Packs. What's up, dude? Hi, Nate. I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Dude, it's, literally, uh, it's been it's... taking like four years now. You should have been on four yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And the last time we tried to do that, I was uh, sort of stuck between uh, two houses because I was moving and renovating the house where I live now. Yeah, so that's right. It was right. sort yeah. of a mess. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it wasn't going to work, but this time it's perfect. So, Were you nervous last it's... week when I canceled then? No. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, it was totally fine because uh, su- Sunday nights are always uh, sort of free. So... I have no no schedule, so it's all good. Cool. I apologize for having to do that, but it was like, it just felt like, of course I have to cancel with this guy, you know? We've been trying yeah. forever to, to do an episode together, and here we go. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'm so, so happy to be here. I've been following, uh, you know, the podcast for ages now. I think the first episode I, I listened to was the one with Cody, like five years ago, something like that. Long time ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the first one I saw. Like, I saw that on Instagram or Facebook, and I said, "Man, I gotta check this podcast." And uh, you know, and from then on, I was hooked. <laughs> I remember you wore a uh, dummy room T-shirt at one of the Redunos. Yeah. And Kurt Baker. Kurt Baker was interviewing you, and uh, yeah. I think my wife was impressed. She's like, "This good-looking Italian guy's wearing your stupid podcast T-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> like I made it. Was, it. Uh, yeah, it was when we played in 2021. Was the second worst Straduno two years ago. Yeah. I appreciate it, dude. I was like stoked. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I think yeah, I just received it, it uh, a few weeks before that, and I say I gotta wear this, uh, you know, when I play Reduno. <laughs> cool. Is it a, is it a rag yeah. now? It's like a dish rag or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's still good. It's still good. Cool. It, it's uh, quality stuff. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I appreciate it, dude. Yeah. I was I was stoked on that. So you, you became like one of my favorite drummers, like in a second, just because of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hey. Nice. Uh, cool episode we got. We're going to be talking about our favorite like sci-fi songs, which oh yeah, quite the list, man. I got a ton of them. Yeah, I had I had to discard. I mean, lots and lots of them because I came yeah, up yeah. with too many at the end of the day. But uh, maybe when, when we finish, we can do like a sort of uh, you know honorable mentions or something <laughs> like that too. Dude, I had like out, seventy or eighty others. on my list. Wow. Yeah, wow. I came up with a ton, but my definition of sci-fi might be a little different than yours because I don't know about you, but I don't know. I, I hopefully I can hang with you on this episode because I'm not a huge sci-fi guy. Like my, All right. we'll get into it, but um, yeah, we'll just yeah. get into it. But I want to know about you, dude. Like proton packs. Like let's start. Yeah. Actually, let's go before proton packs. First band, what was it? Uh, let's say my first serious band was the High School Dropouts. Okay, you didn't have anything uh, before that. I guess that's pretty old, though, isn't it? Uh, we st- I mean, they started in 98, I joined in like 99, yeah, because the, you know, the, the lineup was different before I joined, and uh, so I joined them, uh, I was still in high school, because I graduated in 2000, so <laughs> I was still cool. in high school, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that was my first serious band. I had a few bands with uh, Alex, who plays uh, the guitar in Proton Packs, uh, before that. Cool. Uh, like uh, start starting in '97, something like that, when we were in high school together, and we had a few bands, uh, but it was uh, nothing serious. Give me uh, a band name. I want a band name. I want to hear how bad it was. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, one was called. It was totally unoriginal. One was called um, the Leftovers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think not there a are name. like a million. Yeah, yeah there, there are, are a, like million a million of them. Bank, huh? uh, then one was called Mr. Day. Mr. Day? Mr. Day, yeah, because it was a brand of, uh, <laughs> like, a sort of, um, uh, I don't know how to say, like, sort of candies and uh, in Italy. And okay. I don't know why we decided that name was cool. That's pretty uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, there, there were a couple a couple more because we, you know, when you don't have nothing to do with your band, you're just playing, like, uh, with two or three guys in a garage. The, the only interesting thing is to uh, change band name every once in a while because oh, yeah. nothing is happening anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> when I used to play in bands, it was always like when you got a new song, you know, somebody came up yeah. with a new idea and you'd play it like 15 times in a row, and then you got <laughs> bored and just stopped, and then you would try to think of yeah. new band names and stuff. Yeah, I was in bands too, and we changed our name like every day. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, we used to play. Uh, I think at least once we played our high school. Uh, yeah, we did like uh, Punk House by Screeching Weasel, I remember. <laughs> cool. And uh, yeah, maybe even The Girl Next Door, uh, you know, these kind of songs. And, and I remember uh, that there are a lot of drum drum rolls in, uh, in Punk House. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was just starting playing drums, so I was not <laughs> good at all. <laughs> and uh, during one of the, one of the drum rolls, um, w- one of uh, my sticks went flying up the air. And, uh, but it was totally unintentional, you know. And then I was able to grab it 
you know, just as soon cool. as it was coming coming down, and the people thought that it was some sort of trick, but it was just that it skipped, and I wasn't able to grab it. <laughs> Dumb luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see guys doing that now on the internet. These guys have they all do the the fancy drum tricks and stuff where the sticks are flying. Uh, I don't know yeah, how they play no, like I that. No, I can't. I can't do any of that. No, I, no, I'm not a fancy player at all. Uh, and so, uh, so I had these few bands with Alex, and then um, I, st uh, I joined the high school dropouts, and we did a few. Uh, we did the first seven inch, then we did a split with Darlington, uh, a split with the Reaction. I don't know if you remember them. They were uh, a side project of Cliffy from Huntington's. No, I didn't. I don't think I've ever heard of them. He, he, uh, he had a, a couple of uh, side projects when he was out of uh, Huntington's in the early 2000s. He had one that was called The Reaction, with, for which we did the split. And then another project was called The Steves. Steves, yeah. Yeah, that's still yeah, going to had too. another band called The Steves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we put out the first album and we toured uh, with The Huntington's. We had one month tour in February of 2003. Um, and... So uh, the tour was was a lot of fun, but then when we came back, uh, we I mean, um, me and the guy who was playing bass, who also was in uh, uh, Proton Packs, uh, it's called Julio. It's called uh, uh, El Peyote in uh, in Proton Packs. Uh, we we left the high school dropouts, and I started uh, and I started the Proton Packs with Alex. Who came up so with the name? We man? St we st uh, me. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I think it was me. Yeah, I think we came. I came up with that because, um, you know, uh, in Italian, all the movies are overdubbed, right? Yeah. Well, we don't have. Uh, yeah, they're all overdubbed in Italian, and uh, so we never knew which was uh, which were you know the true names of things in movies and how things were actually called in the original language. But when DVDs started coming out, uh, right around that time, two thousand four, something like that. Um, I bought uh, one of the first I bought was Ghostbusters, and uh, I saw that uh, what in Italian is called Zaini Protonici was called, uh, you know, Proton Packs, and I said, "Wow, that's a, that's a nice band name, you know. We should call the band that." And yeah, you know, and so that's that's where the name came from from the Ghostbuster DVD. <laughs> oh yeah, it's unbelievable though because I've th there yeah. is no other Proton Packs that I know of at least. And it seems like such a, yeah. you know, I that I was a kid when that came out, and that was my favorite movie when I was a kid, and it's still one of my favorite movies. But like, yeah. how did we go thirty years without having, you know, at least a hundred bands called the Proton Packs? It's amazing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's quite surprising. I've searched sometimes, but no other band seems to to exist actually. So it's pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but now 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 that the franchise is very much alive and going uh i think we're gonna get some season or deceased kind of thing first or then we'll see <laughs> nah i don't think it'll happen but no yeah. no I'm, I'm just i'm just joking but for years it was totally dead you know so so how did the franchise the, was totally dead. Yeah. yeah the concept of of like your guys's songwriting is that did that come from you was that an idea right from the beginning that you would have these concept albums sort of I don't want to say they're concept uh, albums, but what do you, what do you call them? Yeah, we we, call, we we yeah, they're sort of concept album. I think the the, the only real concept album we have is uh, Space Opera, because that's a real concept album where there's like this uh, this story. It's cohesive, 
and unique to the album and uh, all the songs follow uh, this this theme and this story while the other albums are more like collection of songs that talk about a certain topic and certain uh, things mm -hmm. uh, but they're not uh, a concept album in the same vein as space opera is but I mean yeah we call them concept albums I think yeah, I think it fits more or less yeah but uh, the idea uh, was there from the start that we wanted to do uh, from the very start, I remember the, the, the email sent to Alex while uh, I wanted to form this band and I, and I wrote him that uh, I wanted to do a band like very much Lillington's driven uh, with uh, songs about uh, sci-fi and espionage, uh, you know, yeah, this kind yeah. of thing. So it was there from the very start, yes. Were you always into that stuff? I mean, obviously you were probably a Ramones fan. But like, yeah, yeah, are you yeah. also into like comic books and nerdy shit like that? Oh uh, yeah, more more like uh, more like sci-fi movies and uh, sci-fi literature and so on. That that comic books. I mean, uh, I like comic books, uh, but uh, to me, it was coming more from uh, literature, from books and cool. movies, than from comic books. Yeah. Was there ever? Any other idea for the Proton Packs, or was that the idea right from the beginning? We're going to have this, you know, you said Lillington's kind of esque, you know, yeah. material. Yeah, but was there ever anything? I don't know. Every band starts somewhere. You know, the Lillingtons weren't always like that. They used to write about girls, you know. Uh huh. No, no. We started. We started uh, with that right away. Cool. And uh, yeah, at a certain point, the idea was to. To do all the songs about Ghostbusters, but uh, <laughs> uh, obviously it was not sustainable in the long run. So yeah, yeah. we expanded that a little bit. <laughs> that would be cool, but, though. No, yeah. <laughs> wow. No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was sort of uh, of a reaction of uh, of me leaving um, leaving the high school dropouts and wanting to have something. Uh, you know, stable and with a clear idea going. Cool. And I know that Alex was available as a guitar player because we always play together. And, uh, you know, we started with a couple of other guys who lasted uh, shortly. And then uh, Brody joined. And then after a few months, uh, Julio joined El Peyote. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, it was... We, we had a pretty good idea, uh, you know, from, from the get-go. You guys right out of the gate, writing stuff that yeah. I don't understand any of it. Like, I can't follow. <laughs> like, I just, I love the melody. I think it's great. Yeah. But I don't have a clue what's happening in any of these songs. And we talked about this before with Mega. Like, the Mega stuff, like, oh, by yeah. the way, I went down a rabbit hole, too. Like, I started Googling after we had that conversation about where all these Mega songs were coming from. And uh -huh. there's some really fun movies in there, <laughs> but I had no clue, you know. Yeah. I, can, I can make out words here and there, but for the most part, I don't know what any of this stuff's about. I just I love the melody, I love the music, and that's good enough for mm -hmm. me. But one of these days, I'm gonna have to figure out this proton pack stuff, watch these movies or whatever, <laughs> wherever this these ideas are coming from. I gotta check them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But uh, you know, uh, b before we started writing about this stuff, I had all the, you know the, the years uh, when I was younger with Alex, uh, with the uh, with the bands that were going nowhere. That we were writing songs about girls and uh, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, the usual things. So uh, we we had al already done that. 
But for the first album, a lot of the stuff is uh, is taken from movies and books uh, and so on. Uh, but uh, from space opera on, it's pretty much uh, all original. I mean, we have um, a lot of the stuff comes from uh, idea from uh, song titles. You know, we have a cool song title, and you know, <laughs> we got to figure out a way to make it work into some uh, you know uh, intelligible lyrics. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we have a very long list of, uh, of song titles or song uh, of ideas, or you know, you find uh, the, the weird pages on Wikipedia and you start digging into that, and then ideas come from that, or from uh, you know articles that you re read online, and uh, you know, I don't know, uh, like uh, for example, uh, stuff about. The ancient astronauts, I don't know, I started reading about that uh, a few years ago and then I went into a rabbit hole with that stuff, uh, you know, ancient technologies and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, I just keep a list of things that interest me and when <laughs> we have to do songs, uh, I, have, I have some ideas where to start from, you know. Seems like it'd be never ending. Because there's so much weird shit, yeah. especially when you're talking yeah, like yeah. ancient aliens and technology and stuff to futuristic yeah. stuff to yeah everything. I watched uh yeah I watched um Thunderball yesterday. I hadn't seen that movie for the, years. The seventies movie. Yeah, with James Caan. Or, or with James Caan. Oh yeah, that's awesome. It's a weird fucking movie. I hadn't seen it probably since I was like oh, yeah. you know seven or eight. I was like, wow, this is on. Yeah. What a coincidence. We're doing sci-fi stuff. I better watch a sci-fi oh, movie. Yeah. And I mean, I consider oh, yeah. that kind of sci-fi. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of the dystopian society. Yeah. What a yeah. what a what a uh, what a, a game! Like they should bring that oh, yeah. real life. <laughs> you know, that'd be kind of fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was also um, an arcade game. I don't know if you remember that was sort of inspired by that movie in the eighties, where the, it was a sort of mix between soccer and hockey. They they were playing with the metal ball. Uh, oh, I'm an idiot, by I the way. It's not Thunderball, it's Rollerball. Rollerball, Ro Rollerball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thunderball is the James Bond movie. Yeah, that's... yeah. yeah. R Rollerball, yeah, I think it's from 78, something like 78, that. 78, yeah. yeah. And uh, there, I think there's also a, re a remake, but uh, I think it sucks. I have, I've never <laughs> seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it from, either. From, uh, I think, er early 2000, something like that. Who's in it? Yeah, but the original one is really... Uh, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but uh, the original one is really cool. Uh, the fact that there's this uh, uh, dystopian society and that there's this sport, uh, but no one no one can excel because otherwise the people that watch the sport begin to get to grow an identity and they want to rebel against the power. You know, that's, that's really interesting. They really could have expanded on it. You know, it could have been a series. Uh -huh. It would have been cool, but... Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. fun. If it, yeah, if it was now, it would have been a franchise. That'll be the next thing. Yeah. I'm just looking at the list. Like, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm actually looking at the uh, song list for Paradox. <laughs> and uh -huh. I don't, like I said, I don't have a clue what any of these are about, but what an album, man. Like, to me, like, <laughs> thanks. I fucking still thanks. listen to that all the time. It's confusing what yeah. it's all about, but I absolutely love that record. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm really glad that, that you like that because uh, for us, it's obviously our favorite album of ours. Yeah. But it's always like this, isn't it? You know, the latest stuff for a band, it's always the better. <laughs> it's always the best one. 
Not yeah. for the fans, though. I always think that you're a fan, too, but you know how it is. I mean, it, most yeah. most bands that are old, they put out their fifth, sixth, seventh record, whatever it is, and they always say, this is our best stuff, and it usually isn't. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. But sometimes that's true. it is. That's true. You know, like, not many yeah. bands, like Screeching Weasel could say that. Now, this is one of our best albums, and I don't think people would laugh, but other bands, they can't pull it off. But you guys are certainly on an upward trajectory, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we're trying to to hone our craft a little bit because uh, I think the earlier stuff is a little bit sometimes too, the, the song structures are a little bit too overcomplicated just for the sake of it. Uh, some songs are way too dark or a little bit more metallish, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're trying to streamline it a little bit and to to keep to keep it a little bit dark but still melodic you know that's that's where we want to go to to retain that kind of uh, mysterious and darkness but to the song need to be really melodic and uh, more immediate right yeah yeah how about uh we did a split together i always forget like oh yeah like i was involved with with uh, with a proton packs release at some point like i'm just a fan and I just forget that I've done cool stuff with with <laughs> bands that I'm fans of. But um, you did a split with Zoonoids, of course. Yeah, those that was two awesome. fucking songs ruled. <laughs> yeah, and the Zoonoids too. I mean, the the you know they really knocked it out of the park, and we were so happy that uh, you know we could we could make that work because uh, you know they're really one of the bands that are the closest to us i mean in terms of uh, atmospheres and sounds and so on so and uh you know a lot of the same influences obviously yeah, yeah. so it was really perfect it was really perfect yeah you guys are both pulling influences from from lillington's of course oh but yeah it's not <laughs> it's not cookie cutter stuff though you know you're both no, you, no, no, when I listen to either band, I can you know you can say, "Wow, they they love the Lillingtons," but neither band sounds identical to each other at all. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool how yeah, yeah. how you I don't know it was the perfect split. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those songs, dude. Follow the protocol is, I don't know. <laughs> you might be able to top it, but it's going to be tough. It's a great oh, song. Yeah, yeah. Brody wrote that. <laughs> yeah. It's He's good, amazing, dude. yeah. I, yeah, I really like his songs.
speaking of Brody, what do you think of the Greendales? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it must must not, not have been easy because of the distance and stuff. But uh, I think it's totally crazy. <laughs> Dude, it had to been easy and, for and, him. He's got the perfect voice for that, oh, yeah. for those songs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But it turned out pretty cool, I think. They did a nice job because there are... They, they kept the spirit of the album and there are a few changes here and there just to freshen it a little bit but uh but it's still uh pretty much in vain of the original and you know i think it's pretty good i got some hate mail because of it i said on uh, i think it was with bow basement I told somebody on the show that i would uh i'll listen to the greendales version over the riverdales from now on and uh <laughs> somebody called me a fucking idiot <laughs> I'll take it. That's fine. I love it though. I think it's great. You know, I've been listening to that that original Riverdale's forever, like twenty five yeah. years, and I've listened to it yeah. a thousand times. It's honestly, I get kind of tired of it. So, I yeah, yeah, I, it's, this is refreshing. Yeah, it's, you know, it's true for me. The first Riverdale's album is one of those albums that I, I've listened to it so much that I can almost uh, I have no way to to pay attention to it when I'm listening, you know, because I already know yeah. how, how everything goes. So it's it's sort of hard to concentrate on that. But uh, and it's cool yeah. to go to listen to those guys do it and be like, I not that I forgot how good those songs were, but just sort of just to refresh it. I go back and listen to it now, and it's like I almost get chills again, you know, when you listen yeah, to some yeah, of those yeah. songs, like Out of Sight, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a few of those that really nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking of new shit, the new Proton Packs, the yep. Lathe Cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The it's concept just, of Infinity, yeah. It's sold out, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there were so, <laughs> so few copies, 50 copies, so 25 per color. So it, it was uh, easy peasy. <laughs> Everybody knows I love, I love Mom's Basement. I love John and Trisha. But here's what annoys the shit out of me about those two. They promote this like like they need to promote it. Weeks uh, ahead of yeah. time, they're they're pushing this. <laughs> don't 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 sleep on this. It's gonna sell out. Of course, it's gonna sell out. But that's how they work, and uh, it works, you know. But yeah, dude, love these songs. I hope this is the direction. Like, are are these two songs gonna be on the new record? Uh, so here's here's the thing that um, we wrote around thirty songs for the next album. <laughs> Okay. So, because every every time we we do an album, we write like double the songs that cool. we're gonna need, because uh, we we want to have some some space where we can separate how do you say the wheat from chaff, like to just to pick the right the right ones. What do you, you know? call it though? The what from the what? I, is there a saying in English that that says uh, to separate the wheat from the chaff? Something I've like never that? heard that. We say, like, no, separate the boys from the men or something like that, you know? Okay. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. I think it, I think it comes from, from the Bible or something. I don't know. I okay. might be wrong, though. I might be wrong. I'm not sure. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, ju- just to separate the really good songs from the mediocre ones, yeah, you know, yeah. that's what I wanted to say. Because if you, if you do an album, let's say it's 12 songs, and you write 12 songs, then, you know, uh, th- there are gonna be those songs on the album, but if you write thirty songs, you can choose and yeah. you can put the best ones on the album. So uh, these ones, um, just because we wrote so many uh, extra songs, these are probably gonna remain exclusive to to this release. Cool. 
That's exciting. I love yeah. these. What do you think of the lathe cut idea? Like what you guys did, fifty copies. Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, it's cool because uh, I mean the quality is not the same as a proper seven-inch vinyl, but you can do limited stuff. Yeah, you can yeah. do very short runs, and it's not gonna cost. Uh, you know, it's not gonna break the bank. And it's quick. I too. mean, it's yeah. yeah, it's very quick. So I mean, it's it's a nice idea. I like them. Uh, I like them. Helps yeah. kind of promote the digital side of it too. You know. Yeah, 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 that's the idea it. too. Yeah, that's the idea too. And we did it also for Paradox. We did mm -hmm. the Continuum lathe cut. Yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. them. I, I I think the idea is cool. As long as they're limited and you're not doing like a like a full album that way, you know? Because they yeah. don't always sound that yeah. good. But, uh, dude, the artwork on this, I love it. Who did the artwork? Oh, yeah. Alex. Alex did it. And uh, the, the original photo... Uh, if you look it up online, I'm gonna send you a link afterwards. It's um, do you know um, there is this style of architecture in Eastern Europe, uh, especially Russia, that is called uh, brutalism. Uh, Never that, heard that. that. Comes, uh, okay, it comes from the days of uh, uh, you know the the the, the Soviet bloc, and um, it's it's basically uh, these. Uh, architecture uh, with a lot of concrete and these uh, gigantic buildings and sometimes with the uh, weird structures uh, you know that uh, they, they were supposed to promote the idea that the uh, like the Soviet Union was uh, you know just to, to give uh, power you know mm -hmm. in, in terms of our, our architecture the idea of power and uh but now if you look at them now they're they're really weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. colossal and you know gigantic pieces of concrete <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh and that's one of those buildings it, it's like one i think it's one of the uh biggest um con condominiums uh, i think in the world it's uh, i don't know how many apartments and it's it stretches for uh for uh, a great distance and uh yeah it looks like so it just the, goes on and on and on yeah yeah it, it's not the photo is not retouched it, it's like that i mean it's retouched in color and so on but the structure is really like that is just enormous and there's this cool photo of this person walking in front of it and and the person seems so small compared to the building <laughs> so and, is that uh, where the song it, is that where the uh, song title came from the concept of infinity i mean it just sort of fits the the building you know yeah let, let's let's say that we were uh, we we had the 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 song lyrics and the song title way before we did the artwork okay. and when we wanted to choose the artwork we we found this photo and we thought it was fitting you know perfect yeah i love the back too i love the i love the i don't know what you call it i'm an idiot i was trying to explain to somebody the artwork on the back. What do you call that when it's like the different colors over different colors? Uh, like... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's got a name. It's like if uh, it was a sort of double print. Like sort, it's sort of, of yeah, double like print. offset it, almost, almost a little too. Oh, yeah, almost like a 3D kind of kind of thing if you don't wear the glasses, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like dude, this sort of effect. Dude, I, that's a good idea. I actually just got 3D glasses. Somebody sent a pair to me. And they're like oh, yeah. they're like really cool ones, and I've been wearing them, <laughs> like I don't know, not a lot, but I, I wore them like one night, and uh, I was trying to like I was looking at 3D images on my phone, 
and it just doesn't look very cool. But I think when I get home, I'll pull out the record, check it out. Yeah, I don't know if it works, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's got. I'm, I'm I'm sure it's got a proper name in, in for in, in the graphics world, but I don't know what that is. I really want to play one of these songs. That's cool, right? Oh yeah. You, you guys don't care. Yeah. John doesn't care. Yeah, no, it's cool. Both these songs are great. Concept of Infinity is is so good. Like. Man, I can't wait to hear the the rest of the new stuff because, like I said before, you guys are on this upward trajectory and makes it hard to choose which song, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, the the, the first song, The Concept of Infinity, the title track, is definitely uh, the direction we want to go for the next album. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like this song has to be on the record. Like, you guys wrote better songs than this, you know? Like, maybe you want to leave it off to be exclusive to this, but at the same time, it's like, wow, you guys got 12 more of these? That's amazing. Yeah, I hope I hope that we have uh, stuff that is even better. Let's see. <laughs> oh, we might even re-record it for the album, but, you know, we, we wrote a lot of songs, so that's probably not going to be necessary. Yeah, well, I, I dig it, dude. Let's check it out.
so good. If you want to hear it again, you can go to your favorite streaming service. You're going to have to go to your favorite streaming service because this thing is gone. How fast did this thing sell out? Like a minute, two minutes? Uh, I don't know about John because uh, I haven't heard from him uh, regarding the late cut. Uh, I don't know how it took him. But for us, uh, we had a lot of, uh, you know, our friends knew that it was going to come out. So <laughs> we had a lot me. of sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of pre-orders when, when we first put out the... Uh, you know the the first uh, image on Instagram, uh, like in January, some something like that. So a lot of our friends knew that it was going to come out, and we put them aside one copy. So uh, when uh, last Friday, I think we we had just a couple of copies left, and we sold them out. Yeah, I feel like a dick because there's probably people that know you guys personally that didn't get a copy, and I got one. Ah. Uh, Feel bad but yeah but i mean it, when you do things so limited it's it's yeah, normal yeah. but <laughs> yeah they got Bandcamp, they got spotify that's where they can check it out yeah so. yeah it's true hey I, now I can't believe that we went uh half hour without mentioning um you guys proton packs we playing reduno this year yeah back in cody <laughs> you're like the new lillingtons Oh yeah, this is like uh, one of those full circle kind of things for us, you know. How it's, did it happen, uh, nah, man? Uh, I mean, well, what, so we heard about this just like a week before the Raduno announcement. So it was <laughs> not something that we knew we, or that we have known for a long time. We, uh, Franz uh, sent me a message just a few days before the announcement. And he gave me these these news, and uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to say at first because uh, I mean, it was such a total surprise, totally out of the blue. And so what I heard is that um, Cody, so Lillingtons were supposed uh, to play um, the 2020 um, Raduno, right? Yes. And then then it got canceled because of COVID. And so they were trying to find uh, a spot for the Lillingtons, then they split up. Uh, and so uh, I know that Cody, Cody want, wanted to come to Raduno, and the only way uh, was to, to have some sort of backing band. And I think when they, they were going through the names of, of possible bands, and when uh, they said, uh, then there's Proton Packs, uh, I think he said, oh, right, I know those guys, cool, uh, let's play with them. So I think it happened like this because, um, yeah, we, we've been keeping in touch with him for some time now, especially, especially Alex. And uh, so he's aware of us, let's say. And uh, it, I mean, we're, we're really glad that it happened like this because I don't think we would have ever volunteered to do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because there, there are a lot of bands that are, you know, much better at, at playing than us. So oh, no, dude. maybe even, even deserve it more. But, uh, you know, uh, we, we're really excited about it. And we're really happy. And uh, it's an honor, really, for us. I talked to Show from Zoonoids uh, last week. And he told me that when they played, they did a little tour with Sack, Zoonoids did. Him and Cody had a conversation about Proton Packs. And oh, he was saying how great awesome. they were. I'm sure it came up because of the split or whatever, but he, he said that Cody was a fan. So, 
Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. How do you pick the set list? Who's picking the set list? Is it Cody? Is it you guys? Is it... Uh, so I'm not sure the set list is 100% complete, but uh, what we did was uh, Cody basically said, uh, I'll, ju I'll just sing whatever songs you want to play. And so we sent him a, a list of the songs. Cool. And then he, di and then he did a, a few changes and uh, nothing, nothing too big, just a few songs. He added a few songs. And uh, so now we have to start rehearsing. <laughs> so we, 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 we'll see. But uh, the guys already started. I have, uh, as I was telling you before, we started recording. I have a knee injury. So I'll be probably won't be able to play the drums for a few weeks. But uh, I hope I'll be back on my feet as soon as possible and uh, start, uh, you know, playing for this thing because uh we really have to knock it out of the park you know i i feel a lot of responsibility <laughs> <laughs> on our shoulders you know because if we if we if we do a shitty show then <laughs> every everybody's gonna hate us forever <laughs> i'm not i'm not i wasn't even thinking of that but it seems like it'd be a walk in the park for you guys you guys will nail it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be fine, but uh, we really want to rehearse and uh, to go there prepared, and you know, to so that so that we can also enjoy the thing. Because uh, when you're underprepared and you try to wing it, you know, uh, <laughs> when you're when you're actually doing the thing, you're not enjoying it. We want to to rehearse a lot and to kick ass, you know. All right, give me uh, give me one song that we can expect to hear. I mean, I, I think people can assume it's going to be, you know, a few off of each album, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a few off, the, off of every album, basically, yeah. Can you give me one? Uh, can I guess one? One that is... Yeah, try to guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, black Hole in My Mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's that, an easy one. That was, yeah, that was one of the first that we said we want to play that song and we also want we also wanted to play a few of the, the back channel broadcast okay. because uh it's uh, for us proton packs that we, we like also you know the a little bit the darker songs uh, it's always been a favorite of ours so we put a few a few songs off of that in our list i can assume like so, maybe mind control something maybe a good one oh uh, yeah 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 that, that <laughs> one and uh, we love uh one armed man yeah you know we did it for the for the tribute it's my least favorite lillington's record well no yeah i know i, I know but uh for us it, it holds a special a special place because the it's uh the, the kind of songs you know the way the songs are structured and uh the the atmosphere of the album is what we wanted to convey when we when we formed the Proton Packs, you know that that, that album. You guys so, did it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. It's a, that record never grabbed Not me. Sure There's still cool that. songs. I, I still like yeah. it. Don't get me wrong, but uh, Lillington's right. got you know. I'm still like the shit out of luck guy. Like I still love those songs. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything yeah, off that, shit out of luck? The, oh yeah, yeah. We got a few. <sighs> A few off of that, yeah, yeah. I got abducted by a UFO, I hope. God, that's a great one. Yeah, it, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's on the list. Yeah, yeah, it should be on cool, the list. Cool. Uh, you got to do Lillington High, you got to do it, right? Everyone's pissed right now. The other Proton <laughs> Packs, Cody, Franz, 
Stop giving away the fucking set list. No, but no nothing is certain, <laughs> you know, because we have to start rehearsing the songs and so on. And then maybe some changes will come along, so we're not spoiling anything, really. So. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. Yeah. How cool would it be, like, if the Proton Packs came to the U.S. and did the Cody thing here? Maybe Mom's Basement <laughs> Fest, something like that. Yeah. I mean, do you think uh, that, I mean, is that, that, like, complete fantasy for me? I mean, we, <laughs> I have no idea. It would be great. What I can tell you is that it would be great. What I know is that for for bands to come to the U.S., it's a little bit of a hassle now because yeah. of the visa thing. So it's not it's not so easy because uh, I know a lot of bands that were caught uh, by the customs, uh, you know, at the airport, and they found out that they were with a tourist visa, but they were there to play, so they assumed it was a work thing. And they got sent back. It happened to a lot of bands that we know. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's that's a big risk. So I think uh, if one was to do that, you have to do it properly. And I just heard that they're raising the cost of the musician of visa. Of course, yeah. Yeah. So that sucks. I mean, it's not it's, it's not going to be easy at all if it ever is going to happen. Yeah. Who knows? Would I mean, be fun I don't though. Know, but I, I mean, that would be a dream come true, but let's see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> I would rather see Cody with Proton Packs than Lillington's. How about wow, that? Wow, that's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> Why not, you know? I mean, I, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I certainly uh, appreciate that, but I don't know. You know what would have been cool if uh, the Lillingtons played their last show ever at Traduno with oh, the yeah. with the lineup. That would have been like great. But you know, it happened for a reason for us to play with him. So <laughs> yeah, Cody's a special guy. I mean, yeah, everyone yeah. knows those songs and and that band. And I mean, he's a huge reason why everybody—not everybody, but why people love Bottle Rocket because of him. Yeah. Sure. Guy's a hell of a songwriter, so. But I'm happy for you guys. Yeah. Like I said, I can't wait to uh, not be there and watch it. You know, watch it live. Hopefully. Are you ever gonna come to Arduino? I would love to. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Let's work on next year. You should. You should. Yeah, 2024. I um. The other day, I had to uh, for work. I had to go up mm -hmm. about 20 feet in the air. And I thought I was going to die. I'm not kidding you. Really? I tried yeah. to walk up. So uh, you... I was at a theater, a high school theater, and they got a catwalk over the audience. And I tried to walk uh -huh. up there, tried to crawl up the ladder. Okay. I literally saw my life flash before me. I thought I was going to fall. Wow. I couldn't do it. I got yeah. up about 15 feet or so and <laughs> just freeze. And it's just the thought of any kind of thing like that. Height and motion. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, if you have it so bad that if you have it so bad that it's a phobia, then it's uh, you know uh, yeah. it's serious. So uh, I, I understand. But have you ever flown? Yeah, actually, I have. But it's been a long time. Okay. But okay. I was scared of okay. heights before that, and man, I can't imagine like <sighs> the people around me because I was like, I remember yeah. like white knuckling those those seats, you know, like being scared, yeah. but. I was able to do it, whereas now, you know, there's been 
probably 20 years since I flew, or close to 20 years. Um, now I can't yeah. even, I even thinking about it, I get scared, I guess, you know? Yeah, well, I understand <laughs> the feeling, but... But it is you Reduno, know, you, so... Your wife should knock you out, like, uh, do you remember, <laughs> like, when the A-team was supposed to fly and Mr. T never wanted to fly and they knocked him unconscious and they put him on the helicopter. <laughs> I do remember that, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was afraid of, uh, of flying. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, no, yeah I never had that, the, the thing. I, I guess uh, it's just that when I'm on the plane, I say, well, there's not really much I can do about it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll just stay here, sitting up in a chair in the sky. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you been to the U.S. Uh, before? Yeah, yeah. I've been twice. I've been to the first time. I think it was 2007. I went to Manhattan and to Colorado because uh, one of uh, an old friend of mine who lived here in Siena in Tuscany is uh, from Denver. And I went with, with a friend of mine and with him to his place in Denver and we went camping in the Rocky Mountains. Cool. And yeah, it was really nice. And then the second time, it was uh, 10 years ago, actually, 2013. I went with a couple of friends. We went to Tennessee, Mississippi, New Orleans. We did a little bit of the uh, blues trail kind of thing. And hmm. it, was, it was really cool, yeah. That's cool. What's what's the blues trail? I don't know. Like blues music, you mean? Or what? Yeah, there's there, yeah, there's a sort because a, a lot of these uh, blues musicians from the twenties, thirties, and so on, they were born uh, around that area, especially rural Mississippi. And so there is this sort of uh, trail that you can follow, where there is this place where uh, this guy played, this place where this guy was born, and if you follow that trail, you know. It cool. gives you, uh, uh, yeah, like uh, it's a nice trip of all these uh, blues and, and jazz uh, uh, mile, milestones, let's say. Cool. I've seen your videos yeah. with you playing acoustic and stuff. Ah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how to describe it. You're like serenading the world. But um, <laughs> was that music you loved as a kid or did you grow into that kind of stuff? Uh, so country music for me, uh, it's a little bit hard to explain because I, I loved it even when I didn't know, I didn't know any country song. But I knew that that kind of style somehow was was exciting for me. And uh, but I didn't, I didn't actually uh, listen to it seriously until 2003, 2004. And uh, around that time, I discovered uh, Hank Williams and Johnny Cash and Woody Guthrie and this sort of stuff. And so I was really hooked, hooked onto that. And uh, for me, it's always gone in parallel, you know, punk rock and country music. I've always, you know, been a fan of both. And uh, yeah, so it's hard to explain, but, uh, you know, um, it really speaks to me <laughs> Some, somehow. <laughs> I had no idea, like, prior to just maybe last year, like, I just assumed you were a drummer in a great band, you know? But, like, you can yeah. you can actually play and sing. It's in a different world to me. Like, that kind of music, yeah, those songs, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's not my thing. Like, I don't want to listen to yeah. Johnny Cash ever. I'm not a fan, but I will watch you and listen to you sing those songs. Like, it's more entertaining <laughs> than, than the original, you know? I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> 
Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much. But uh, I'm, I'm originally uh, a drummer, so the first instrument I ever started playing was the drums. And uh, I started playing guitar a few years after that. So I think I was around 16 when I started playing drums. Who so was the drummer? What was the, what was the guy that you, like, really took after? I, uh, I mean, in terms of uh, famous drummers or... Anybody. Okay. So let's say that my, my cousin, uh, he plays the guitar and sings, and uh, he had this, uh, this band, and they did... Uh, it, w- it was sort of a generic high school band. They did some punk rock. They did some hard rock stuff. Uh, they did some famous tunes, but uh, I was fascinated with the whole, you know, band thing, and I always used to go to rehearsal. And somehow the the instrument where I saw myself more, you know, more more in tune with was was the drums. So I started uh, befriending the drummer who was in that band. Uh, who I'm not in contact with him anymore, but. Uh, I don't think he plays anymore, actually. But so, and he's, he teached me just a few rudiments, and then uh, a few months after that, I, I bought a drum kit, and then I started practicing by myself. And so, yeah. And uh, so that was basically the beginning of it. Hmm. And uh, and then I, I remember I learned to play more specifically punk rock while listening to Kerplunk. Okay. Because, yeah, I uh, I remember just, you know, just just in my room, listening with Kerplunk with my Walkman and just playing the drums with with my hands on the bed, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just to, and uh, that was how I started to to play punk rock. (laughs) Yeah, I always wanted to play drums because of Dan Panic. You know, that was the Uh guy for me. I thought I could play, like, you know, on your desk at school, like you can, uh-huh. you can, I can do that really good, but it's that translating that from the desk to the actual set. Eh, uh-huh. that was okay, but eh. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but but playing with your hands at first is good because uh, uh, at least it gives you the the right coordination. Yeah, yeah. So what, once you have the right coordination, then the the speed. And all the fancy stuff can come later, but if you have the right coordination, then you know you're, you're set to go. Who's your favorite drummer of all time? Uh, I mean, in punk rock, um, in terms of Ramones, <laughs> just say. to watch him. Just uh, who do you like to watch the most of any band? Uh, Dan Panic is so entertaining. I yeah. Mean, when you watch him play, it's really <laughs> exciting. If you look at the the old videos of Screeching Weasel that are on YouTube, uh, he's really entertaining because he's always uh, you know smiling and making weird faces and uh, he's moving in a weird he's moving in a weird way. I don't know if if it would be a good example to watch and learn because uh, he he moves in such a weird way because uh, he's I think he's a lefty. But he plays like a right-handed drummer. Yeah. But but he starts the drum rolls with the left. It's really weird. <laughs> I know, and you know, <laughs> I've never it, really noticed that before. But somebody that, that that always comes up. People always say that. Yeah, now when I listen to yeah. it, when I try to do it, it's like 
yeah, there is something weird there. Like maybe that's why it yeah, stands yeah. out to me, but I never really picked up on that because I was never like a, a real drummer, you know? I think it's a yeah, drummer thing they notice. Yeah, he plays with the kit. It's totally a right-handed kit. But when, when he starts the drum roll, he starts with the left like he would uh, if he was with a complete lefty situation, you know? And uh, But I really like him because he's always a little bit ahead of the beat yeah, yeah. and uh it, it keeps you know it quite exciting i think and uh, he's always been one of my favorite and in terms of ramones my favorite ramones drummer is richie in terms of how he plays and uh yeah i've always liked him very much because tommy i mean tommy was of course the you know the originator of, of that style you know uh, and Marky sort of perfected it, right? But I think Richie brought something else to the table because he ha has a little bit more of swing. It's not as rigid as Marky is, you know? Mm. So I, I really like that. Ramones, I, I'd, I'd probably go Marky, I guess. You know? Yeah, but Marky, Marky is great. It's just not my style. I don't play like Marky at all. Uh, I play more, more, more like Richie does a little bit, I think. Uh, Marky's the only but, one I ever saw live. Maybe that. Maybe that's yeah. why. You know, I saw the Intruders once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, that was a good band. I think the album is not bad at all. It's not. I don't think. I think when it came out, I didn't care for it. I listened to it recently. I liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You want to get to the list? Sci-fi yeah, songs. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's your What's your earliest memory of a of a sci-fi movie? <laughs> My earliest memory of a sci-fi movie. Uh, Got to be Star Wars, right? Yeah, but uh, I got into Star Wars a little bit later. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in, in Proton Packs. It's uh, that. That is Brody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Brody is a total Star Wars fanatic. Cool. He's uh, really, really, <laughs> really into into Star Wars, 100 percent. And uh, I, I like Star Wars. I mean, it's uh, especially the the first uh, trilogy. Let's say it's it's really good, but it's not my uh, it's not like my favorite movies of all time. It's not Star Wars. Me but, either. Uh, so the the earliest memory. Uh, try, I'm trying to think about it. I'm not not really sure. Maybe some old, uh, more black and white movie like uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, I saw on TV when I was younger. Cool. Something like that. Could be, yeah. Could be, yeah. Okay, okay. And that's, that's a great movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it, The Day the Earth Stood Still. I have, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, but that, I didn't see it until I was like, probably awesome. in my 30s. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and they did like the worst remake of history that is the remake of that movie with keanu reeves i don't know if you if you've seen it like from 2006 something i tried like to that. watch that once yeah it's horrible it's horrible yeah i didn't like it <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever they took like <laughs> one of the best sci-fi movies ever and they did like one of the worst remakes ever <laughs> i remember there were some scenes that that were 
you know, you could see that they had to reshoot because they they have a poor quality to them. It was just a mess. It was just a mess. <laughs> wow. When I was a kid, E.T. was probably the first for me. Like I loved that movie. I was oh, about, yeah. I was I, I came out in eighty. I was about four or five years old, and my mom made me an E.T. costume for Halloween, and oh, yeah. I was totally into it, even though it scared the shit out of me. Uh, oh, and yeah. then after that, I was uh, Return of the Jedi came out like maybe the next year, and my mom made me an Ewok costume. So I was like, those oh, wow. were two movies. But after that, I never followed. Like, I was not super into sci-fi stuff, you know, like to the oh, yeah. point of you guys, you know. Um, uh, uh, so- some that always came on television when I was when I was a kid were uh, Weird Science. Oh yeah, dude, it's great. Uh, which in it, in Italian is called the explosive woman. <laughs> nice, nice, because that's what really what it is. But yeah, that was, you know, that was. I I remember seeing that at a really young age, and it's yeah. more of a that takes like my favorite genre, if it is a genre, is like '80s comedy. You know, like the '80s teen movies. Oh yeah, like Breakfast Club yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I love those. So that that was oh, like yeah. a sci-fi '80s kids movie. You know, loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about Ghostbusters is probably number one for me. Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters is is one of my top, top, top movies of this category. Even though it's you know it's sci-fi, but it's also a comedy. You know that's that's what's so great about that. Yeah, you know, that movie. It's as a kid, it's kind of scary too. You know, they kind of they kind of brought it all together. Yeah. What did you think yeah, of Afterlife? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I did it's, too. Uh, I mean. I know it's fan service, but at this point you have to do some fan service if you want to bring <laughs> up, you know, a, a dead franchise from the grave. So uh, it's very different. It's very different because yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, tonally, it's totally different because it's not a comedy. You know, it's not a comedy. It's just like a modern movie based on characters, but it's not a comedy. So mm-hmm. it's very different in terms of, of tone of the overall tone of the film. But uh, I think there are a few things that are really great. The beginning is amazing when there's, uh, you know, that chase in the in the cornfield with Egon. Yeah, yeah. The, it's you, totally you, cool. you, you try, you know, you're trying to figure out who this character is, and then you realize it's Egon, and uh, and he's there by himself, and he's still fighting these ghosts. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are a few things that are really, really great about that movie. But sci-fi is so so general like it's all encompassing ghosts and space and time travel and oh, yeah. all kinds of cool shit yeah yeah it's uh paranormal like repo man like that's i loved that movie as a kid too and and yeah it's kind of sci-fi-ish you know yeah 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 definitely i love that movie alex cox is the is the director he's great is there is the same director as see the nancy i don't know if you've seen it i didn't know that i didn't he, know that uh. that that yeah the Sid vicious movie Cool. With Gary Oldman, yeah. Yeah, actually, I yeah, do like a lot I, I of sci-fi love... movies now that I think about it, because I'm thinking like RoboCop, like. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, RoboCop that's... is one of my favorite. I love Paul Verhoeven. To me, is uh, is great. Is one of the greatest director of of that decade of the '80s, you know. And uh, Total Recall. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. I didn't, I didn't like the remake yeah. of that. You know, that was one mm, I didn't I, like. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch. Oh, you didn't miss it. But the, but the original is cool. I just, uh, I just recently watched it again, and uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, stand the test of time, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But and, I was, uh, I was, I, I think I always put in like Star Trek, Star Wars, and then like the older, uh-huh. the older movies. I always forget like some of the. There's really great movies that are, I yeah, guess yeah. I would or somebody would consider uh, uh, sci-fi movies. You know, like Terminator. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. that's sci-fi. You know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a cool series, by the way. I I, I always liked that one. The original was the best. Oh yeah, sure. The uh, the first two were amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was just so uh, weird how different they were. I haven't watched the recent ones. I hadn't watched the uh, most recent, no. But like the first one was almost like just a horror movie, kind of. You know what I mean? And the second <laughs> one, they yeah. they kind of made it was like two different, two totally different tones to those movies. Oh yeah, and uh, and that reveal. Is, is one of the greatest reveals in movies, you know, and uh, you learn that in the second one, he's the good guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's so awesome. weird. What a twist. What a twist, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So last week, we almost recorded this episode, and I thought yeah. there was some cool shit happening last week. We were shooting shit out of the sky, balloons, satellites, whatever, whatever it was, you know? Right. What was that about? I don't know, dude. Did, did, did they understand what... what but it was was Chinese spy thing, or I think the first one was just a Chinese spy balloon, and then after that, who knows what they were? I don't think they were extraterrestrial, <laughs> though, which is yeah, which is good and kind of boring. But yeah, yeah, I was glued to my phone checking the shit out, you know. And uh, up in Canada, they they had shot down a couple of a couple of things. Who knows what they were? But maybe they were satellites. So I had to start my list with uh, Vapids doing satellite debris. Covered it with the uh, with the high school dropouts at Raduno last year. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So perfect, perfect way to start the list. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, just a you know, it's the Vapids. So it's just they have a cool list factor. There's just a tough sound, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so that song just fit perfect. I was thinking about that. I'm like satellite debris. That shit's falling on Canada, you know. 
Awesome. So cool. <laughs> they probably that's probably all awesome. it was was the satellites they just shot down. You know, they were overzealous on shit. They were seeing stuff in the sky. Everybody else is doing it. Let's do it too. Let's shoot some stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you think about uh, aliens and UFOs? Um, I think they're real, mm -hmm. and they scare the shit out of me. But do you know they had, they declassified a lot of documents about about this stuff uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, about fighter pilots and you know seeing yeah. stuff and seeing stuff that they yeah. can't explain and yeah, dude, it's yeah. super scary. Do you know Kurt Russell, the actor, right? Yeah, of course. He's also he's also a pilot, and uh, there's an interview. I think I don't be, I don't remember if it's on Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, hmm. and uh, from a few years back. I'm gonna send you the link, and uh, he's he's telling about when he saw a new foe while he was, uh, you know. Um, on an airplane he was uh piloting the airplane and uh, he saw this thing and uh, he, re he reported it and uh i'm gonna send you the link afterwards it's uh, it's cool. very interesting nice nice i like kurt russell man kurt, yeah. oh yeah escape from new york it's awesome it's classic oh yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> i forget about that movie. Movie. Yeah. yeah i love those kind of movies what do you um what do you got on you what's the first one on your list uh, they're in no particular order, but I That's wanted fine. to start. Yeah, I wanted to start with uh, the veterans. Martians go home. So long. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, huh? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's my favorite veteran song. It's, it's different than their usual style, which is a, a little bit more beach boysy, you beachy. know. Yeah, beachy uh, for sure. Yeah. Happy. But uh, <laughs> but that song is, is, is really awesome, really kicks ass, I think. So that, that was my first choice. That's cool. I didn't even think of them. How I made my list was I was immediately drawn to, like, I avoided. I avoided proton packs and I avoided Lillingtons as long as I could because I knew there was going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, you know, I got albums and albums worth of material there. But um, some of my songs yeah. um, maybe are a stretch, you know, like sometimes it's like just because actually I think I narrowed it down pretty good. But sometimes like uh, just because it had something sci-fi in the title didn't make it a sci-fi yeah. song. But um yeah. You know, some of these I still counted, but yeah, good choice. I didn't even, honestly, veterans were the, like, yeah, they're like one of the last bands. It's like the Beatnik Termites. Like, I would never. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know that you just think of fun and fun in the sun kind of stuff. But they also have another one, which is Easter Island UFO. Yeah, yeah. That's one of their best ones. But, uh, yeah, but I like uh, Martians Go Home better, so I, I went with that. Good choice. But, but we, we, got tell, uh, we got to tell the people about our rule that we only pick. One song per artist, right? One one per artist, yeah. So yeah, made it really tough when it came to, like I said, proton packs and Lillingtons. <laughs> it's hard to uh, it's hard to narrow them uh, down yeah. sometimes. But uh, yeah. all right, I'm gonna go next, dude. Yeah. And um, I not in any order either. I, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna get killed for this. I'm gonna go with Dan Vapid and the Cheats. Space Time. I didn't like that album. All right. I did not like the album at all. But, um, is it from the last one? The last album. Or, I just, or, or the previous. No, it's from the last one, right? It's from the last album, yeah. And I just didn't okay. like the album. I just, I don't know what it was. I just, I didn't like it, but I loved this song. And it's the last song in the album. Like, I don't know. But yeah. I feel like this song was maybe one of my favorite Dan Vapid songs on easily my least favorite Dan Vapid album. But um, <laughs> it's just, I was like, okay. this. nothing from that album will ever make a list for me, I don't think. So I figured okay. I got it included on this one because it is, it's a great song. It even sounds kind of spacey. I'm an astronaut ejected in space Into the cosmos without a trace Upgrade the power system when the cable was severed From a nefarious hack of the computers Backpack without thrust 
like years Will I run out of oxygen Or ever set foot on earth again Will I be safe Or keep spinning What'd you think of that album? Did you love it or not like it? It's, uh, I mean, I think it's an interesting album. And uh, I'm not into the Dan Vepin and the Cheats too much. I like a few a few of the songs, but uh, it's not my my favorite, let's say, Dan Vepin project. I mean, I, I love the, the Methadones much better, especially oh, yeah. the first two albums. Uh you, you probably like Nate the, the 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 later album, but I really like the first two first two albums are, are really right up my alley, and uh, so I pre- I think I prefer the Methadones. But oh, I certainly I do. It was yeah. A, yeah, I think it was an interesting album. I think it's it's trying to branch out a little bit. Not everybody's gonna like it, but uh, I mean, if if it, this is what it feels like doing it, I mean, more power to him. I get it. I get it. I mean, yeah. it's still Dan Vapid, yeah. so it's it's not like it's terrible. <laughs> it's certainly less immediate than a lot of stuff he put out over the years. Is yeah, he's put out so much good so, stuff. So yeah, yeah, true. I was right. listening the other day to the repress of uh, the, the Slideworth album. Yeah, it's yeah, really good. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to put that at the number one Vapid project. You know, uh-huh. but I mean, between that methadones and Riverdale's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got next? Next, I got the Hemorrhoids from Germany. They have a lot of <laughs> sci-fi songs, and this one have has the I think the coolest title ever. It's called Nuclear Power X-Ray Man. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in. 
it's good. Yeah. I, I recently got yeah. into them. Like I, I know Lars has has told me about them, and they've played uh, Puke Fest before. And I've, this is oh, yeah. one band I've just never really, for some reason, I, I think I thought they were something that they weren't, maybe. But um, somebody else in Germany sent me a link recently, and I was like, this, this fucking band is pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah, they have two singers. Uh... One is more uh, the, the drummer when he when he when he you know, sings. He's more in the vein of the Spitz, and um, and then the other singer is the guitar player is more melodic, I think. And uh, but they're great. They have a lot of uh, cool songs. The album is called Apparatus of the Ultimate Power, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's amazing. It's uh, it's really a good album, and uh, I know that they're. Uh, finishing uh, the recording or mixing or whatever uh, the second album and uh, I think it's gonna blow my mind I'm sure cool yeah. and they played uh, Raduno a few years ago and uh, and then they also played uh, do you know we have the Lobotomy Fest which is mm -hmm. this uh, punk rock festival that we um, we do here in Siena where Alex and I live and uh, so sometimes we do this lobotomy fest once a year, which is the bigger festival. And then we do some lobotomy nights, which are, which are just one-off gigs every once in a while. And uh, for one of the lobotomy nights, we call the hemorrhoids. They came to play here in Siena. I love that, lobotomy nights. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard that. That's, that's perfect. I love that. Yeah, because actually the place <laughs> where we... The place where we do the lobotomy fest is uh, an old nut house. Cool. So, Holy uh, shit. so th this is why it's called that. And actually, my my granddad used to work there. Really? He was a uh, yeah. It was a nurse in a nut house. <laughs> oh, jeez. When I was a kid, yeah. my mom, um, she knew this guy, and uh, outside of Madison, Wisconsin, there was an old. Uh, sanitarium nut house whatever you call it and he would um, yeah yeah i think it was what was the deal it was his son delivered food there from like a different county building like a kitchen he delivered food there mm -hmm. and i tagged along once and i got to go inside the lobby and scared the shit out of me man like it was oh, yeah. creepy and eerie because it was old it's gone now because i mean it was old you know 35 years ago 30 years ago whatever yeah, yeah. it was it was past its uh, past its prime for sure, but yeah, that was the only nut house I ever went to, and I'd oh, yeah, yeah. freaky. Yeah, this one in Siena was pretty big. It also had like uh, do you know a panopticon, the circle of structure, with the let's say the 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 guards in the middle. Okay. That they can see all around. It's called panopticon. Okay, it's, I never knew that. But, yeah. Structure that they used in uh, sanitariums and in the military to control, you know, or in jails, so yeah. that one person in the middle can control all the cells without having to walk, you know. And wow. there's there's this cool structure, and it's a really big. Uh, hmm. I want to say building, but it's not a building; it's a series of buildings. And uh, in one of the of the bigger parts, there's this place where they do shows. There's a bar, and they, they do all sorts of activities, also dance classes and so on. So it's uh, really an engaging place, and we get to do this festival once a year, and uh, it's really cool. That's awesome. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, uh, speaking of great song titles, I got one for you. Uh, Screaming Demon yeah. Martians Riding Go-Karts in My Head by Boris the Sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Got a What a fun song! I love that band. I don't. Would, oh, yeah. do, you, do you ever get into Boris? Yeah, yeah. I like, I like Boris. They're they're not my favorite band or anything, but I have a lot of their singles. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of, of their older singles on Mutant Pop and so on, and it's great. Yeah, they're they're an awesome band. Really wacky shit, right? Totally wacky. <laughs> yeah, but they were you know they're Wisconsin guys, so they were, they're probably the band that I saw the most ever. Just because oh, yeah. uh, going to shows in Green Bay, they played with everybody and they were always like yeah. they were the band too like they never put on a boring show at least when i saw them and oh, uh, yeah. norb's just wild and entertaining you know but just a tight band too great songs you had him on the podcast right a few years ago a few years ago yeah him and paul uh, were on yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 right great that's a great title yeah i would love to see i mean i think i think italy would love to see boris at reduno one of these years maybe Oh yeah, that would be incredible. <laughs> Are they still playing? They still how uh, they did last year was their thirty thirtieth? Thirty fifth? Thirty that doesn't make sense. Couldn't be that old. Thirtieth anniversary, Boris the Sprinkler. They did a few shows, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Cool stuff. Uh, of, of of the older bands I'd like to play, I'd like to see them uh, to see play at Raduno is them and uh, because I know that they put out uh, an awesome show. Mm-hmm. And uh, another band I'd like 
love to see is Lucky Seconds. That could still happen. Both are still yeah. infrequently active. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you got on your list next? Next, I got Mugwumps. I think we got this in common. I might yeah. be wrong, but it's Alien Motion Tech Technology. Yep, yep, Tech Technology. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, dude. first for me off of ben and brain classic such a great yeah, song awesome. i mean probably rocket covered it they covered a lot of great songs yeah yeah that cover album was pretty good but uh you can't i mean it didn't need to be covered i mean you're never gonna top this version never yeah yeah it's true yeah <laughs> what a way to start they, they, they an have... album like that was the first probably the first time i heard mugwumps and it just smashed oh, yeah. my brain up, you know? Yeah. They, I think they're a special band. They have Absolutely. something, <laughs> they have something extra, you know, that not all the bands have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's something extra there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. They don't play too much. Nope. They don't advertise themselves too much. Nope. But they're awesome. They're awesome. One of, I think... Probably in my top three European bands, there's the, the Mugwumps. There's something about them, like certain bands like lack things, certain bands that I love, they lack melody, they lack something, they lack weasel leads, yeah. whatever it is. Somehow the Mugwumps don't do a lot of that stuff, but they somehow make up for it. I don't know. Yeah. The way he sings, yeah. perfect. And especially Banana Brain, yeah. like that album. I, I love all their albums, yeah. but I feel like Banana Brain, because it was the first... I don't know. I just, I always, that's the album for me, but they've been doing it for so yeah. long. Yeah, because I think they have a little bit of everything because they have the more melodic stuff and they have the more sort of head kind of genre. Definitely. And yeah. They have the edge, but they also have the soft side. But uh, me, I'm not too much into sunshiny songs, but uh, when they do like a love song, 
I really get into it because it's not sappy, you know, it's not, you know, it's got some attitude, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? For sure, yeah. Um, great choice. So, I picked yeah. that too. So, I'm going to go next, and I'm going to go with, yeah. um, I'm going to, uh, Italian band. I'm going to go with Tough. Oh, yeah. Abduction UFO. something about yeah. tough that just they're another band that they have something extra like i put them in oh, that yeah. uh vapids mugwumps category you know they they took that ramon mm-hmm. sound and they just i think it's the vocals because the vocals are so you know different um yeah yeah they took that ramon sound and they they put a little twist on it not much and like they just amped it up a little bit made it a little tougher sounding i guess and they're so they're so fucking fast i know I don't know how. I've, it's like I've the Mugwumps too. Live. I've never seen them live, yeah. of course. But yeah, you listen to them. It's like how 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 are they doing this? They can't do this live. There's no way. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're, they're even faster live. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really really fast. It's I still think now catchy. they're a little bit. Uh, yeah, they're a little bit on pause now because of stinking polecats. Which is fine. It's that's yeah. cool. And the the Stinking Polecats album is really awesome. I really loved it. Yeah, no, that last year that was a great album. But Abduction yeah. UFO, like just a just a cool song, yeah. super catchy. It's off uh, Faster Than You, which of course it is faster than you. And uh, yeah. no, that was that's one of the obvious choices for me too. You know, great. Like uh, the cool thing about the sci-fi songs is it's so broad. You know, UFOs and time travel and robots and apes right there's a little uh little teaser for the next one maybe (laughs) (laughs) what i try to do with my list is to uh 
let's say, to stay with songs that were, they had uh, a sci-fi title, but also the lyrics were sci-fi, because sometimes uh, I was bumping into songs that had a sci-fi title, but then the lyrics uh, didn't have anything sci-fi about them. So I tried to, to, to keep it more like that, but it's... Uh... So I'll go with my next one, right? Yeah, yeah. So the next one is Groovy Ghoulies, Jetpack. There's so many Ghoulies ones too. Yeah, from Freaks on Parade. that song it's one of those songs that uh, you know uh, s sometimes I'll find myself humming even if it's been a long time that I haven't listened to it right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the funny thing is that I I, I met just uh, just a few months ago I met the guy who played the drums on that record because now he plays with the uh, Zodiac Killers oh okay who is that I don't even know uh, I don't remember the name but he plays with Greg, Greg from Ripoff in the Zodiac Killers, and uh, we had them play in Siena, in the same place in the uh, sanitarium place, and uh, cool. they played there, and uh, uh, you know, and I learned that he he, he was with the Groovy Ghoulies uh, around that time in the early 2000 when they put out Freaks on Parade on Stardom. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's on a. It's on my larger list. I guess that song, but um, okay, I yeah. I almost went with fifty thousand spaceships, from World Contact oh, yeah. Day, but left it off. I don't know. Uh huh. Sorry, sorry, Kepi. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> 
He's got better stuff to do. He's busy lately. Yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, lots of Kepi activity. Ghoulies reissues. Kepi solo stuff. Oh, yeah. Pirates press. Yeah. He's a big Electric time now. stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm gonna go next. Like I said, I'll, I'll stick with some. Uh, I'll stick with the apes. I'll go oh, to yeah? the apes, I guess. And I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know, Ben Weasel wrote a couple ape songs, right? There's two of them. Mm, yeah. And I had a hard time yeah. choosing which one I wanted to go with. And uh, I went with Riverdale's Planet doing. Four times. Yeah, Planet, Planet <laughs> of the Apes. And honestly, I think this one's better. Time of the Apes. Yeah, it's it's awesome. But it's hard Planet to go against awesome. Planet of the Apes because it started such a classic album. Mm, yeah. But it's such a weird I don't know. Maybe it's not maybe that's it's not my favorite Weasel album, but it's it's certainly I think that was the first Weasel album that I bought new. You know, that was that I was anticipating to come out. Oh if yeah. I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And uh but Time of the Apes, dude, such a hit oh, for yeah. me. That's that song is awesome. What was the uh, what was the thing with the Riverdales? They took movie titles and just wrote songs to them. Do you think they actually like? Do you think they saw the movies? Do you think they they knew anything about them? I think for the last two albums, what they did was uh, to base the song titles and uh, at least the song titles. I don't know about the lyrics because uh, maybe for Ben even about the lyrics uh, from uh, weird. 40s movies that they showed on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, 
But my understanding was they yeah. didn't even watch the movies, or Vapid yeah. didn't when he wrote his songs. He just took the yeah. movie titles. But, yeah, because I think some of those, those movies are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. But yeah, Time of the Apes. Were you a big fan of Planet of the Apes? Ah, uh, the, the movies, yeah. Uh, at, at least the, the first uh, five. I think there are five, right? Five. They're, they're uh, a ser- yeah, a series of five. Well, I mean, the, the, the remakes the, and stuff, yeah. No, I'm not counting the remakes because I haven't watched them. Just but, the originals. Uh, I think there was five, yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. Except the, the campy one is not so good, but the other ones are awesome. And uh, the first one is, uh, I mean, I think it's a, it's a masterpiece. The first one is still like, I can never remember her name, the girl in there, but still she's oh, probably yeah. like a top five movie crush for me. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I just remembered like falling in love with her. And, uh, and oh, then yeah. in my 20s, I fell in love with her again in 30s. And every time I see it, I'm like, she's really, she's really pretty. Oh, yeah. I have a sci-fi movie crush, too. Who's that? You know, now that we're talking about this, uh, I, I can never remember her name. Is the girl that is in spaceship in uh, Starship Troopers? Hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't know her name though. I can't think of who it is. She's not super famous. But, look it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I tried to look her up because uh, I, I don't have my PC on, so I just have the phone. But uh, yeah, it's is it uh, Denise Richards or yeah Denise okay. Richards yeah okay yeah. yeah she was really hot man <laughs> yeah it's been a long time since I've seen that movie oh yeah it's a good one though oh yeah yeah Planet of the Apes though I love the movie more than yeah. the song oh yeah but so my relationship with that Screeching Weasel album is uh, uh, I think to me it's one of my favorite right. Because uh, it's the first one I ever listened to. And then, you know, I knew Green Day and Mike Dern was in there. So, you know, it, uh, I had some sort of special connection to it. Yeah. But I think it's it's a really solid album. It's really, you know, there's not a bad song in there, I think. But, I, I mean, it. if you compare it to, to Wiggle, it's so much better than Wiggle. Certainly sounds better, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's really tough. I sort of separate the entire Weasel catalog into like four or five sections. The first couple of okay, albums, okay. and then uh, My Brain Hurts, and the four or five albums after that, and then the the Mass era, like that super group kind of yeah, yeah. time. And then um, after that, and, and it sort of evolves into the, uh, I guess, the Mike Kennerty era. You know? Oh, yeah. It's a great album, though. Yeah, definitely holds a spot because I remember like getting that. I remember waiting for it. Can't wait for this record. Yeah, my top three Screeching Weasel would be Anthem, My Brain Hurts, and uh, <laughs> How to Make Enemies. I don't know in which order, but definitely th- these three are my top three. Yeah. Anthem, uh, the new reissue, sounds so good. It definitely bumped it back up into the top three for me. Oh, yeah. I always thought that's, that I always uh, loved that record, but the guitars, I never realized they sounded like so <laughs> shitty on the original, you know? Mike yeah. made them sound so good now. I don't know what it, yeah. it's so weird. Now I'm like, wow, this is, it, it really made those, I'll never listen to the original anthem anymore. Never. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I can't. I don't know what it is. It just sounds so much crisper. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. anthem. Uh, my brain hurts. Anthem, and uh, atavism, for sure. For me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The last two are, are really great. Really love them. Yeah. Cool. All right. What What do you got but next? How, but yeah. No, go ahead. So next. No, no, it's okay. Next, I got the Giant Eagles, Evil Robot Nation. Yeah, dude, that almost made my list. It was right on the cusp, you know? Yeah. I think I was thinking, like, how much can we possibly talk about Giant Eagles? But we talk about Weasel all the time, so <laughs> why not, right? Anyways, yeah, it's a great song. I should have had it. That's another weird band. Like, it, they're, their shit's kind of right right there with the sci-fi stuff. They do a little bit more of the spy stuff, but you don't even think about yeah. it because they sound so... I mean, they don't sound spy-ish. They, you know, those songs sound like poppy love songs. Yeah. But this is the, the only one that I think is blatantly sci-fi, so I went with this one. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. 
great melody. Um, my next one then, not in any order, of course, but uh, this is the one that kept Giant Eagles off the list, and I went with Interstellar Communication by the Young Rochelles. helped release that record and that that's not why uh, it made the list it made the list because it's great mm-hmm. such a crazy song it's all over the place it's yeah. fast it's you know it's super poppy yet but it's out of control yeah i really like that that ep yeah yeah it's uh i think it's uh, it's a little bit different than what they did before right absolutely it's different. a little bit yeah. more more yeah sci-fi-ish and uh, I really liked it. Yeah. The yeah, they definitely had a space theme on this one. Yeah. But certainly yeah. uh the two of the songs, uh Fantasy World and Beyond the Sun were were definitely in that Young Rochelle's um pop, you know, just how yeah. they write. That's those are the two songs. But Interstellar Communication and E. T. Cell Phone, which they're both out of hand. <laughs> they're both crazy. Uh, yeah. So yeah. uh I had to put it on there, you know, just because I, I love it and that record I don't know. Hopefully someone goes and buys one now. <laughs> it's on yeah. sale. HeyPizzaRecords.com. That's something I yeah, never do. Great. I never really push that stuff on the show very much, but uh, <laughs> I do really like that song. It's just so different. Yeah, I really like that. It, it was on my longer list as well. I love how he says communication. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. What do you got? I got the automatics. This unit. Do you know this song? I don't know. I've never it's been a fan murder. of that band for some reason. All right, but this is from. Uh, I think is the last thing they did is this album on Just That Water. Okay. That is called Murder Suicide, and uh, it's a little bit different than uh, than the stuff they did before. It's more mature in a way. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have that record. Call. I have that record, oh, yeah. and I bet I listened to it once and for, forgot about it. Uh, I really like that album. I don't know why. It's, uh, I've always liked it. But but this song, if you go back and listen to this song, I think you're going to love it. It's about, uh, I mean, it's a sort of love song dressed up as a sci-fi song because it says that uh, he's like a robot and that was programmed to love this girl but now that this girl is not no more with him he doesn't know what to do because he has no other commands you know hmm. <laughs> cool it's so funny yeah yeah no i have that record because I, I did a big trade back in the day with um 
What's the label? From Germany. Just that water. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. From Germany. A, uh, green. Green. It, uh, alien snatch. Green. Alien snatch. Ah, alien snatch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, oh yeah, so yeah. I have that. But yeah, because right, because the vinyl is on uh, on Alien Snatch and the CD was on Just That Water. Okay, is that okay? Okay, but yeah, yeah for some reason I like I have a bunch of their stuff because you know they were on Mutant Pop. You just bought everything, and I mean yeah. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's something that I just never go back to. Like I have a big uh -huh. poster of Go Bananas that too, and for oh, some yeah. reason I don't know. I've, I'll try them again. Yeah, it's not bad by any to, means, but. To, to, Try to listen to this song, I think you're gonna like it. Alright. This unit is static. This unit has lost its motive force. This unit is constantless. This unit has broken its power source. This unit lost its prime direction and it lost you. This unit doesn't know what to do. I am a robot. And every robot needs to go on a robot's mission. Serves the same purpose as our soul. They were the thing for a while, though, back in the late 90s. Like, it seemed like they were mm. putting a record out every other day. <laughs> oh, have, yeah. They had a lot, so. I have, like, at least 10 of their 7 inches. It's a lot of inches. So, uh, Nick Rorick was supposed to be on this episode with us. Nick! So I was, uh, I picked this one because he's buddies with them. And, uh, okay. and it's also a cool song, but I don't know if you've ever heard these guys, but uh, the McFly's doing Destroy the Robots. Yeah, I've heard the McFly's. Yeah. They don't have a lot of stuff out, right? Just uh, two albums and an EP, I think. Right. This one, uh, it came from uh, the McFly self-titled. I think you can get it. I th it's on Spotify. And, Early uh, 2000, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. old, but um, definitely a cool song. Like, it fits. Yeah. Like, these guys sound Italian to me when I hear, listen to this song, because it's like, just the way that guy sings... Uh huh. It, it, it's like almost like he has that accent down, and I I, and where, I don't know. Where, I didn't really. Where are they from? They're from Michigan, U.S. Oh yeah. So I don't know, but cool song. I actually like that band, and uh, extra points for having the sci-fi name too. You know, the McFlies. <laughs> Space. 
that uh, Back to the Future 4 teaser like fake teaser online? No, not really. So it's unofficial, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. But it looks so real. You gotta check it out. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it later. Yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. Like like they found some lost footage and, and made a, a fake teaser. Okay. And that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen the, the reunion with the Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of hard to watch, really. Yeah, it's hard it was, uh, to watch him in yeah. a, that condition, you know, because yeah. he's so much younger than Christopher Lloyd. And yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's tough. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, such a great actor. He did a lot of cool stuff. Oh, yeah. He was on a roll. Yeah, he was shooting... You know, movies and TV series at the same time. It was like uh, the busiest guy in Hollywood, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But yeah, Marty McFly, he'll never live down that role. You know, that's his, everybody has yeah. what they're famous for. And that's him, you know? Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen that early 2000 or, or late, late 90s movies where he does a cameo uh, that's called Interstate 60? No, don't think so. No? Ah, it's a weird movie. And there's Christopher Lloyd, and there's uh, Michael J. Fox does a sort of cameo where he gets, like, uh, uh, run over by a car or something. <laughs> cool. And it, it's sort of, sort of sci-fi-ish, that movie. Hmm. It's weird. It's, no, I've never, uh, I've never even heard of it. I'll check it out. Interstate 60. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> hmm. I'll search for it tonight. Oh, yeah. What's next for you? Next, I got the Mean Jeans. Ah. It's Black Blackout Magazine. <laughs> yeah. From the last album, Gigantic Psych. Psych? Is that the right pronunciation? Yeah, yeah. Psych. At least okay. that's what I say. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing here. I think they spell it yeah. different, though. Maybe not. I guess I've never... That's always a word we said back in the day, like, you'd say something and then be like, psych! You know? Like, okay. just kidding. Ah, just... Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. But I don't know if that's... I've never I never saw it... I've never seen that spelled out before Mean Jeans, so... Yeah. But that that song is really, is really funny. The lyrics are really funny. Yeah. They've got that, a bunch, too. Yeah. yeah. I left them off. Yeah. I, I didn't even go to Mean Jeans. Yeah. I just love the idea of the song that 
you get uh, hungover, you wake up the next morning, you don't remember shit, and then you buy you buy this magazine <laughs> with your memories. <laughs> yeah. And you relieve the night. <laughs> what a weird thing. Like, they, they incorporated sci-fi and partying. Oh, you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Was it just a dream? Looking in at me in Blackout Magazine. Was it just a dream? Looking in at me in Blackout Magazine. Could it be true? Did it ever happen at you? If I only knew. one I got like three left I'm gonna go with Lillington's and I was gonna go with Black Hole in my mind but since you already talked about it I'm gonna go with X-Ray Specs alright yeah which is a great one which I know um, War of the Worlds could probably be it's probably the obvious choice but Mm X-Ray Specs is like extra nerdy you know yeah sure it's it's uh Plus, there's, you know, I can see through your bullshit with my x-ray specs. Oh, yeah. What a, what a great line. Yeah. There's comic books. Girls. There's a little, little bit. bit of uh, everything of nerd is in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's always been one of my favorites from that album. So it was on the yeah. on the list. War of the Worlds is w- what a song. But uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's obvious. Um, can't wait to see you guys play that one too this summer with him. But um, what Lillington song do you got on your list? You gotta have one. I went the I went the obvious way. Went with War of the Worlds. <laughs> just 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 because uh, I really love the book, and I think it's one of the definitive uh, sci-fi books of all time. And so I just. The song is great. The book is great. I got to go with this one. I got a hot take for you. You're you're not going to like this. But I loved the movie with Tom Cruise. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. I like it. Yeah. Okay, good. I I think I've seen it just a couple of times. 
I really like the beginning, where there's the the character of Tom Cruise. That uh, I mean, I really like the beginning of the movie, and it's um, Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. I don't know so. who did it, but uh, yeah, a lot of times you throw Tom Cruise into a conversation, people people just don't like him. But he's done so many good movies, and that's one of no, them. No, I, I mean, like him. I like Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? Huh. I was just talking to a coworker about this last week about how many movies, like big movies and movies you forget about. But yeah. I love uh, Risky Business is probably my favorite. You know, one where he plays that pimp. You know, he's like yeah. running a brothel out of his house when his parents are away on vacation. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> if, if I had to pick just one, probably Rain Man. That's good too. Yeah. Yeah. Rain Man is really. Uh, I mean, Dustin Hoffman really uh, knocks it out of the park, but he's good too. Huh? Tom yeah. Cruise is good too in that movie. He's done a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Top Gun is great. He's done everything. Like he's he's literally yeah. like been every kind of role and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Why are we talking about Tom Cruise? Oh, World of the Worlds. That's right. That's right. World of the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. John Prophet. That's like that's his song too. War of the Worlds. Like he. Yeah. I mentioned it and he said that's that's the Lillington song. Yeah. Which I agree with. And but... it's re- and it's really different. You know, I mean, it's not your typical pop punk song. You know. No, I remember first hearing that, like coming off of Shit yeah. Out of Luck, being a fan of, of, of yeah. that album, and then hearing War of the Worlds, it's like, holy shit. You know, like, this is almost a different band. Uh, yeah, that's uh, U-Turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. All right, my, uh, my next two are both coming from Italy. Oh. Mangy's Space Chimp Apollo. Right? I don't know what that's about. It's about a monkey in space. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Just a great Mangy song from uh, from the Florida EP. 
Yeah, I love that EP. I really like that. Cartoon Democracy is probably my favorite on there, but... Uh... Yeah, it's cool. I, I, I like Head. Yeah, yeah. The Head song. Number one that hit. One I really like. What a great EP. Uh -huh. Yeah, that might be... Yeah, it's awesome. It's too bad they didn't turn that into an album, you know? They were halfway there. Yeah, I think before uh, they released the last two albums, that was my favorite Manchester Manji's uh, release before yeah, yeah, before maybe. the before the last two albums. What did you think of the last album? Was that their, was that your favorite? It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorites. The last one. Uh, my my favorite one is is probably still uh, Bad Juju. It's uh, it's the one I like the most. But uh, yeah, the last one was great. They're 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 becoming uh, that band now. They've become like like a weasel or a queers where people argue about yeah. you know what's better, yeah. love songs or don't back down or this is go down yeah. or book of hate or bad juju, you know. Yeah, but they've done a, a lot of a lot of stuff now. But uh, the the last one really flows nicely, you know. It's got a nice flow to it. It's perfect. The album. songs are uh, yeah, you know, it, it really has its own its own flow, while. Uh, the one before, Pancrocadio, uh, it's uh, it, it had a lot of great songs, but I think it had less less of a of a flow to it. It was more song after song after song. Well, the last one is really cohesive, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you got it there. All right, what's next for you? Gemini Man by the Riverdales.
Is it Gemini? Gemini? Gemini. Yeah, it's like genuine. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> genuine whiskey man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, cool song. There's so yeah. many to choose from. Like, how do you do... Like, I had a hard time, too. You know, I immediately went to that album just because every song is... Seems like it would fit, you know? Except a yeah, couple Vision maybe, USA, but... Vision USA is probably if I take away the nostalgia factor that I have about the first two albums by the Riverdales, I think Envision USA is my favorite. Yeah. Wow. If I remove if I remove the nostalgia factor. Because I'm not a fan I'm not a big fan of phase three. I think it's uh, least least favorite, yeah. Yeah, it's my least favorite. And uh, the first one is great, but in retrospective, it's the least Riverdale's of them all. I mean, it's the least Riverdale sounding, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> My know. favorite's Tarantula still, because I think that one's Tarantula, yeah. I don't know, the way that sounds, it's so punchy, and maybe it's because it's mm-hmm. the most, like, I don't know. Maybe that that goes against what you're saying, but I think it sounds least like the Riverdales, I guess, you know? Or the furthest mm-hmm. away from the first album maybe. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. It's not as stripped down. It feels like you know. It's okay. not as stripped down I, as the other ones, I think. For me, Tarantula and Invasion USA are more or less on the same level, but uh, I I prefer Invasion USA because uh, I like the because I always like the band songs on all the Riverdale's album, but the dance songs in Envision USA I think are better than the ones in Tarantula for my taste. Because hmm. they're a little bit more tough, you know? Yeah. Did you say Ben or Dan? No, I always love the, the, all the, the band songs on all the Riverdale's album. Yeah. And, uh, but for the dance songs, I prefer Envision USA compared to Tarantula. Wow. Okay. Tarantula has got some, you know, more um, sort of softer songs by yeah, then. Yeah, certainly does. Yeah. 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 But they're both great. I mean, I think I think they 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 were going really really strong with the last two albums. Yeah, good choice, dude. It's hard to narrow those down. It's hard to narrow Lillingtons and Riverdales, and uh, certainly hard to narrow my final choice down i went with proton packs wow lucy in the sky with diagrams
It's sci-fi. Crazy. It's a it's a fucking parody song. The title, at least, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. What is this song about? <laughs> I mean, you, you had to have about... just you were listening to uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and somebody it just came out diagrams. I bet. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the title obviously came as a spoof. Yeah. Uh, of the Beatles songs, and uh, it was not easy to find lyrics for <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with diagrams. I bet not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, finally, it's it's about this girl that um, she's like the nerd, uh, the nerd of the class, and uh, she learns the the alien alphabet. So she gets sent to communicate with aliens, and she falls in love. She falls in love with aliens, and she starts divulging secret files to them. Holy shit! It's like weird, you you made this this you made this up. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a really good movie, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe a fun movie, for sure. Good movie, I don't know. <laughs> I love the song. I don't know how he sings it, how how you guys came up with that melody for that. Because yeah, it's, it's kind of a mouthful, but it, it flows, but it's... I don't know. Yeah. I love that yeah, song. It's true. That's my favorite and, uh, song off that record, for sure. I think that we had, like, at least two if not three songs with that title because we couldn't we couldn't find the right speed the right melody there was one that was a slower version and it was a completely different tune and it was lower but then we went with this one a lot of people like that yeah. how many times has he fucked up singing this live and actually said diamonds because it's so easy to do for me you know when I'm singing along in sure my head, I'm not sure we've ever played this live. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe that's once why. or twice. He's scared. Maybe you once or twice when <laughs> <laughs> maybe once or twice when Paradox came out, but uh, it's not one of the staples of the the set list. Let's say so. I don't remember if we ever played it. But uh, yeah, you're right. That's mouthful. Love that song though. Yeah, and yeah. that's hard because that that record's really good. Like, I think the obvious choice was Retro Future. I mean, that's that uh, yeah. might be the most <laughs> obvious, too, but uh, uh-huh. I don't know, man. Every song on that album, eh, besides like maybe a couple, are sci-fi as, as, as fuck. Mystery Zone. Yeah, yeah, sure. Man with the yeah. eye patch. Three holes yeah. in my head. I don't even I don't know what any of this means, but uh, Beyond the Spiral Shape is a totally cool song title for you guys too. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. Continuum. That was yeah. a tough choice, but uh, that's just it's kind of always been my favorite. Maybe not always, but more recent favorite on that album for me. So went with that my number one sci-fi song because it's a cool. cool parody and it's a great song. And yeah. uh, and you're here, so perfect. Great. You're crazy for choosing one of our songs, but thanks. <laughs> I'll get hate mail. How <laughs> yeah, could that be sure. better than the Riverdales? <laughs> what do you got? So What's I your last got... one? No, I still got two because uh, you skipped one, right? Oh, because Alien alien Motion Technology uh, we had the same. So. Yeah. All right, what do you got? So, so I got my number three was I Am Seeing UFOs by Didi Ramon. Good. Yeah. And my number two was uh, the Vindictives, Invisible Man. 
Yeah, that's cool. That made that, my, my bigger awesome. list too, yeah. Yeah, I love that song. And uh, so my, my number one was War of the Worlds, so I already said that. I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, some sloppy seconds. Queen from Outer Space. Thing from Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I think Those they were on a good. larger list. Yeah, 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 they're just not as good. Fun songs, though. Yeah, yeah. Sh- should we go through some honorable mentions? Let's do some honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton, dude. So I'll just yeah. There's there's a ton. I just uh, I just have a few here that are really good. I just kept it with the the, the songs that they have to be really good, right? Throw a couple at me. Teen Idols, Test Tube Teens. Oh, didn't even think of that one. Yeah. I couldn't. For some reason, I, I actually thought about Teen Idols too, and Monsters Walk the Earth, I guess, was one, but I, I played that re- really recently, so I'm like, yeah, I'll leave that off. Yeah. How about... um? Test Tube Teens is quite sci-fi, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. How about uh, Wave Motion Gun by Sicko? That's a good one. Cool. Yeah, didn't think about that. Then I got the Rod Bones, Gamma People. That's cool. Yeah. Played that recently too. Gosh. You played it on the show? Played it on the award show. Yeah, that oh, was... Okay. Maybe it was just in the background. I don't remember. It's a great song. Yeah. How about Call the Ghostbusters oh, yeah. from Prom Dates? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Then I got Huntington's Don't Clone Me. Ah, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's, yeah, that's a weird one, but it, it's cool. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's got those effects. <laughs> how about Elvis and a UFO by the Randells? I'm not sure I'm familiar with this one. I know the Randells, but is this on an album? It's off uh, Kicks, the album from last year, a couple years ago. Couple okay, years ago okay, now. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, then yeah. I know that one. I should Super revisit it, yeah. Extra cool just because they got Elvis in there too, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, then I got Screeching Weasel, iRobot. Great one. And But, uh, you know, I just went with the Riverdales. I wanted to choose between Screeching Weasel and Riverdales, and I went with the Riverdales. Just because they have more sci-fi stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. How about uh, Phasers on Kill by Screeching Weasel? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. It's got that weird noise in that song. Always gets me. I always think it's really cool, like a ray gun kind of (laughs) sound. Yeah, but that that song is very much Riverdale's to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But uh, you know about that rumor where it was supposed to be the Riverdale's third album, right? That's, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, what's the deal? Like, they just, Weasel had the bigger name, so they went with that, and... Brought Jughead back into the I fold. I don't remember this. I don't remember the full story, but I remember that it was was supposed to be called "And Out Come the Chihuahuas," right? It, that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Because the the I mean the cover seems to fit that. Yeah. To indicate that, yeah. Because the, there was this feud with Ben and uh, and Rancid, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Because uh, I think Mr. Brett wanted Screeching Weasel on Epitaph, right? I would have. Uh, Ran- I would imagine he did. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, Rancy didn't want them on, or something like that, and was sort of a, a revenge. I think this is what I remember. 
I'm not a big Rancid yeah. fan, so. Yeah. So then next, I got Hex Dispensers. It's Brain Inside a Jar. I don't know if I've ever heard that band. Really? I don't think wow. so. I, I don't have anything uh, by them. I know that. Okay. They they just they put out uh, like three albums, and uh, they're kind of dark. They're a little bit darker, but they got great melodies. I'll the, check them out. The production is sometimes a little bit can be a little bit off-putting if you're not used to it because they have like a sort of a bass with a fuzz sometimes. Okay. So it's a little bit different, but hmm. uh, they're really cool. I'll check them out. Yeah. How about Rocket Ship by Spasticarts? It's not exactly a sci-fi song, but uh, yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> I got a couple of really nerd ones, which is the Hex Dolls, Let's Build Robots. Yep, yep. It's on, <laughs> <laughs> it's on your list too? Yes, it is. Uh, and then I also got Nerf Herder. I'm the droid you're looking for. <laughs> Not on my list, but yeah, yeah, that fits. Um, the Hawaiians from Germany. You know that band? Yeah, 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 uh, sure. Travolta's Junior, maybe? I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, they sound a lot like them at times. Uh, they have a whole bunch. and um, But my favorite's probably yeah. off the last record, Girl from Mars. Cool right. song. Super catchy. Cool band. Fun band. Yeah. Definitely uh, yeah. Travolta's Warship, which is okay. Yeah, they're, they're super cool dudes. They're putting out uh, uh, Richie's tribute. You know the Richie's, the yeah, band yeah. from Germany? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were really, they're, they're, I mean, really historical band at this point because they were putting out like Ramon's core stuff while the Ramon's were still playing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember the, actually yeah. the first time... The first Richie's record I ever bought, I went to, um, I was in a, a, this doesn't matter, but a record store in Rochester, Minnesota. They used to have a record store called Broadway, Broadway Records. And I would go up there maybe once a month. And I remember going there one time and flipping through and finding a Richie's record going, this looks pretty cool. And I picked it up and yeah, it was. Yeah, because the last thing they were putting out uh, i think they were also touring uh, the the us in the early 90s and they were recording in the us so i think they had some distribution over there as well but they formed like in the mid 80s can you imagine that yeah it's nuts <laughs> then i got a couple of old ones uh i got the misfits i turned into a martian yep that's on my list too and uh, the Dead Boys, Sonic Reducer. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. Not a big Dead Boys guy. Yeah. Uh, I like the first album. Um, I had a couple more from Boris the Sprinkler, UFO, okay. uh, Russian Robot, which is probably my favorite. But um, oh, yeah? I went with the one with the crazier title. And, yeah. Uh, Jedi Knight from Mega. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Didn't think about that. Um, Life on Mars by the Vapids. Okay. There's a bunch. I, I, the list is too long. Space Station number five by the Fastbacks. But oh yeah. As it turns out, I don't like that song, so I didn't put it on the list. But okay. I happened to be listening to him, and it was like, oh shit, there's one. And then I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, that's not making it. Yeah. The last two I have on the on the shorter list are Connie Dunks, Lost in the Microcosm. 
and McCracken's in the year 3000. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are the last ones I have in the shorter list I have. Cool. Yeah, there, oh, there's yeah. a lot. I'm surprised that there was this many, you know? I didn't even put them all in mm-hmm. my list. I think I was just skipping over yeah. some at the end, too, because, like, there's too many. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But a fun list, man. That was really nice list. We went through a lot of different bands, you know? <laughs> yeah, by yeah. Keeping, by, by keeping it just one per band, is, uh, I think it's more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we covered a lot of ground, I think. There's so many more. So if you're listening... You know, comment your favorite that we didn't get, you know. There's a bunch of bottle rocket oh, yeah. ones we didn't get. Oh, um. uh, yeah. What, what I wanted to go with is uh, Forbidden Planet. Yep. That's one I have on my list. Yeah. That's totally Lillington, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best non-Lillington song, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like Lost in Space. That's obviously not a sci-fi song, but great title. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite Cody songs, too. Yeah. Love song. Perfect. We're going to start wrapping this up, but Proton Packs. I mean, we got Punk Rock Reduno. We might have a new album in the next year or so. What else is going on that you can talk about? Anything? Uh, we got the Live at Raduno 2021. That's what I was going to ask you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, sh- it should be coming out, I think, uh, the end of the spring. End of spring. Nice. Something like that. I'm excited that you guys but- got one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool because we listened back to the recordings and uh, Bruno, Francis' brother, uh, Brown Barcella, yeah. he did such an amazing job that, you know, it was just a pity to see it go away to waste, you know. And so we said, you know, we got to make an album out of this. So we uh, sort of remixed it and uh, uh, mastered and... Uh, just did a, just a couple of minor edits and uh you know yeah i think it came out pretty good it, you know and uh we're really glad that uh, raduno wants to put it out and uh john is helping us as well yep yep i'm excited because so like it's... it feels like there's some exclusivity to these this live series now where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. of last year of the ones we know about we're gonna have the uh all-star the stardom all-star Album's yeah. gonna come out in proton packs, but you forget like the methadones played and the Huntington's played and the termites played. Yeah. So it's not so many not bands, everything's yeah. coming out. So it's cool. You guys got one. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. Then of course we got the Cody, uh, Cody Giga at Raduno, and um, then we have a split uh, with the hemorrhoids from Germany. We were talking about cool. them earlier, and uh, yeah, we, we're still. Uh, trying to understand which labels are going to be involved but uh i hope it's going to come out this year cool hopefully awesome and uh their songs are awesome they wrote two two songs that that just they knocked it out of the park they're really awesome and uh you know can't wait to do this awesome yeah and uh yeah the next album is probably going to be out in 2024 at this point because 2023 we, we got too much stuff going on right yeah, yeah so it's you know next year that's all right at least we have some stuff to look yep. forward to this year and now next year so very exciting sorry it yeah. took so long to get you on the show dude no no i mean this is this is the perfect time it is yeah yeah we've got some cool stuff in the way so it's uh it's the perfect time to do this yeah yeah 
I mean, not that you need the dummy room to uh, help promote the the Reduno show, because that that does itself. <laughs> but uh, it's cool oh, yeah, that, that's, that's... just to talk about it, because I know that's a big deal for you guys, because you're you're fans and stuff. It's it's really a big deal, and we, we're really honored, and uh, we just can't can't believe it's it's gonna happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, your knee gets better too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope so. I just gotta do a few checks and. Uh, Let's see what the doctors say. Yeah, you're getting old, man. You're falling apart. <laughs> Dude, I've been so achy yeah. lately. I wake up and I'm like, my back hurts. I've been really bad. Like, I actually haven't been feeling well. Should probably see a doctor, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, like right now I feel pretty good. You know, so it's just, I'm getting old. Yeah. It takes me a little bit longer to get going. <laughs> what What are you, 43? 45? Yeah. Okay, I'm 42. <laughs> All right, man. I won't keep you any longer. I know it's getting late there. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's got to be midnight, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, it's right midnight yeah, now, yeah. What do you want to end the show with? What's the last song I should play? The last song you should play? Uh... Should we do Proton Packs? We can do anything. You can say your own band. That's totally cool. I'm probably going to play it anyway, so. Yeah, that's cool. You can play the second song of the concept of Infinity. I could do that. Psychokinesis, yeah. Yeah. You guys pronounce that That's wrong cool. in the song? Oh, yeah. I, I learned it afterwards. I, I thought it was psychokinesis, but uh, I learned that it's psychokinesis. <laughs> you mentioned that to me, and I would never have noticed. Yeah. I would have just thought it was a, an accent <laughs> thing, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, not a big deal. But, yeah, we'll definitely end the show on that. It's a great song. You got to come back, man. Yeah, whenever you want. I always say it, and I, I always mean it to everybody but um, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Nate. Of course, of course. It's been uh, out of this world, dude. <laughs> Anyways, next episode, no idea who, no idea when. Hopefully soon. But until then, everybody, especially you, Mattia from Proton Packs, stay safe, stay cool. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Psycho! Bye.
cool. <laughs>